Ooh, that's delicious. Oh mm. my god. Mm. Wow. What's in your cup, mama? Well, uh, I got uh, a little coffee from Casco. Oh, have you had it? Have you heard? I do love uh, a Kirkland brand. Um, to, to those leaders that have um, tuned into more than a couple episodes, you would know that um, we we have been an espresso podcast the, for the I last time. Sponsored. And, and yeah. Simon came in today and he goes, yeah. oh, I forgot um, that your Nespresso was put away. I think I said at the season finale last season that like my Nespresso was going to be going away and it, it's gone. Well, it's going to a good home. It's yeah, it's going <laughs> someone who will appreciate it. Someone that'll use it yeah. and abuse it. Well, pro- I mean, honestly, you're gonna probably use it the most there. Yeah. So Eric is buying it, which means friend of the pod, Eric. Friend of the pod, hi, Eric. <laughs> um, sometimes lover. Uh, sometimes fighter. Sometimes fighter. Um, but Aaron, I just gotta say, I not not a big drinker. Me. Famously. Fa- famously not a big... I mean, you love to wine taste with your gal, Gina. We do. Shout out to Gina. Shout out to Gina. Another friend of the pod. Um, let me tell you, I, I woke up this morning, first time in two years. I, wh- what is a hangover? How do people do that? How... I don't. Do I don't know. Do people do this? I feel like I have not... Like, it, I have maybe two hangovers every year. The rest of the time, I feel like I just kind of, like, my body will tell me when to shut down. It'll be like, you got to go to bed, girl. Wow. That didn't happen to me last night. Yeah, you were you were waking up, and you were like, I might have to call on a sick day. And I was like, yeah. give yourself an hour and have some coffee. That was truly horrible. I don't wish that on anyone ever. I don't. I, I wish that there was a way. Imagine if there was al- alcohol without hangover. One, that'd be very scary. <laughs> And two, I think that, like, uh, it could be fun, though. <laughs> could be fun. Could be fun. Could be fun. <laughs> That's true. So, Aaron, what are we doing here? What well, it's been, it's, been, it's been two weeks, or a week, or whatever. You know. It's been a while. It's been a while. We, yeah. we, we have been um, really enjoying some of the nicer summer days. Yes. Spe- we're, and we're vaccinated. We're relaxinated. And you can say we are traxinated, whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> who, who knows? But we, like, uh, last week, nothing really came out that we were like, we need to be listening to this. So mm. we ended up just taking a week off. Yep. It was yep. truly wonderful. It was so good. Uh, I think it was like 80 degrees last weekend. Love. Incredible. Mm. But what we're doing this week yeah. is we're back on the train. Back on the track. An album came out this last week that um, I just knew we had to review. We had to. The Aussies are talking about it. They are friends in Australia. Is okay. So is Kylie Minogue? Is she more Australian Australia, or UK? Australia. Australia. Oh, um, like bigger. Bigger. Oh, like probably equal. Like she's huge. Both but is she Australian? Australian? She's Australian, but the, the UK loves their Kylie. Well, um, this artist is uh, not Kylie Minogue, and I would say a very different type of music than Kylie. Definitely. Um, And uh, so this week we're reviewing um, an album that um, you'll hear later whether or not the title of the album makes sense for the album, but it's called Cry Forever. Um, And it might make you. It might make you. (laughs) Um, And and with us to review this album is none other than... uh, 
Amy Shark super fan. Super fan. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you're a super fan, but you. Well, are. now you're right. <laughs> you're not able to listen to it. So we don't. This is part of it now. That's part of your history. Yeah. Um, Eddie Washington, thank you so much for being on the pod. Well, thank you for having me, and thank you for branding me as a super fan. Yeah, I think no I'm not going to have to make okay, a shirt Eddie. that says Amy Shark Super Fan. <laughs> we've, yeah. we've, we've made, I think we've got to the, their, her concert twice, right? We have. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, yes. Okay. We're going to learn some stuff. <laughs> yeah. So and maybe they, super fan does And they were, both at, they, they were both at Amsterdam, right? I have it in my notes, yes. I think it was Amsterdam Bar Which like, St. Paul. Shout out Amsterdam and St. Paul. That speaks something about an artist that like they end up coming back and plateauing at the same venue. Because usually like when, when an artist comes back for their second time or their third time, they go from 7th Street to Fine Line. Well, hold on, hold on. Mm, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Chelsea Jade, twice Fine Line, within like a six-month period. Well, Chelsea Jade was opening at the oh, Fine Line. Oh, she moved up. She was opening. Okay. Which, yeah. by the way... This is fair. This is totally fair. Okay, you're right. <laughs> by the way, he, um, Eddie, for both of the shows, he left for like for the headliner. One of them was Your Smith, who is really good. Mm. And one of them was Muna, who was Ooh, really wow, good. Wow. Okay, you didn't know who Muna was until, until you were this. going to see Chelsea Jade. And then you fell in love with them. I am fighting to get them off of my suggested music on Spotify. Oh, wow. I can't. That's, That's me and Lana Del Rey. Girl, you can't <laughs> escape it. Are fists gonna fly? Oh, they already have. They I'm already too, have. I'm too hungover. That was the episode that was like almost two hours long. In great discussion. Great, great discussion. I have an appreciation. Discussion. I do. I do. Yeah, we but do. We do. I still don't ever want that in my life because I feel like she's just <laughs> not my cup of tea. Girl, that's sometimes how that cookie crumbles on the Spotify algorithm. So, Eddie, you are the person that introduced um, me to Amy Shark. How did you originally hear about her? So, I actually heard of Amy Shark, and I can go back and check my receipts um, by way of playlists that I always make, but it was June of 2017. I was in New York visiting my friend Gus, and actually Justin Rice sent me the song Blood Brothers by Amy Shark, and it has an amazing bop sound. It doesn't sound like any of her other tracks, really. And Uh so I was hooked right out the gate and just loved Amy Shark. And so I had that song to, I think, make me give her other music more of a chance, which got me to being a, I guess, super fan. There's always the hook. Is it, are you, would you consider yourself a Sharknado? Oh. <laughs> oh no! I would not. Uh, what are they? What are you need fans like Sharkies? Sharkies, baby sharks. <gasps> I will say I could not think about anything other than baby shark after the last song on the album, Amy Shark, and she says Amy Shark like whatever that lyric is. Like don't don't try it with me <laughs> or whatever. Now that I'm Amy Shark, I was like baby shark. Every, baby shark. Every, every <laughs> listen after that, I was like, baby shark. Baby shark? So, Eddie, I like Amy Shark, I in my in my mind, is um, she's well number one, she has uh, something that we that we also bonded over, which was a signature look. Yes. Oh, we yes. love the signature look. What's hers? She has so she loves to do this gigantic bob in her on her head of like just it just stands up there and then she still has like enough hair to like do full length long. So I'm picturing kind of like a nest 
It literally looks like a rat nest on the top of her head. Yeah. Which, rat funny rat enough, if you check out the news about Australia, they have a major rat infestation. <laughs> right now, so this is sometimes the universe. She has to take off her bun for uh, for customs. Sometimes <laughs> the universe aligns and gives you signs. That's, and I think this is one of them. I was gonna say it's like a yarn ball up there. Like she just you know it does clipped in a yarn ball. Yeah, I can picture this. Like the yarn so ball when you're pulling it out and it gets knotted and yeah. then it doesn't like it, it, evenly it, flow yeah. out anymore and uh-huh. then you fucked. Can you swear on this pod? Oh my god, yeah. Okay, and you fucked with we it too it much. Out. We bleep it fucking, out. We're fucking edgy. <laughs> if you want the clean version, you're going to need to sign up for our Patreon. Thirteen dollars a month. If you want the clean version, you're going to have to suck me. <laughs> That's the kind of language. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so she does have a signature look and. Aaron and I, we had talked about doing this if she does come back, which we, we did for Chelsea up, Jade. We did for Chelsea Jade, but Aaron and I, I talked about wanting to get like a headband, but getting like a messy little like bun to put up top. And so yeah. then partway through the show, we bend over, we get it situated, and then pop back up and just have these oh, buns on our head. I, Eddie, I think we just need to have a little Chelsea Jade chan- or tangent because like, yeah, let's do that. We so we went to our first show and we did this exact thing yeah. where we we got Chelsea Jade wigs and she we, has our, a signature bob a signature right bob yeah. and we both like got wigs that looked perfectly like that we they ended really up t- were they're identical you called her hair person <laughs> you're like look they look very more in screen but minus the bangs in the front it's Absolutely. the straight up blonde yeah. bob I mean. That. I hope my employer doesn't hear this, but I spent plenty of time at work searching the internet <laughs> to find the perfect bob for it. I was polling my coworkers and asking them if it matched Chelsea Jade's hair. We finally landed on the right one. I ordered them, went to Aaron's place before the show. Then we had the bright idea photo shoot. to do a photo shoot because her album yeah. cover, it looks like she's a twin, but in actuality, it's photoshopped it's two of her. Editing. Which I thought it was Chelsea and Jade until I saw her live. Oh. Like, I, I thought it was, like, I thought they were two separate names, like, uh... I won't judge you for that. Chloe Halley. <laughs> Nothing gets by this one. <laughs> it took me a minute. It took me a minute. But we went to the show, and she was genuinely gooped, right? She was. She was. It took her a while to see us, like, partway through the first song, which, I don't know about you, but my heart was racing. I oh, was yeah. terrified to do it, because we got up to the front, and it was, a pra- <laughs> like, a packed yeah. crowd for the, you know, for the main act, and so it's us for this opener that no one's heard of. And then these two guys just <laughs> pop up with these blonde wigs up front and are dancing. Incredible. Chelsea doesn't see us at first, so I don't get the like the validation. The, the, the validation. Like, like, we're doing. So we're like, okay, let's just. And it was only like their backup singers or something. Were the ones that were like, oh my god, I love that those guys. What are they doing? But then we did get the validation. There was a moment where like she did see us, and I could see her smile as she turned away, and she had to compose herself yeah. Yeah. she saw this. <laughs> she had to go happening. back to Chelsea Jade, the character. And then we mm-hmm. did, and then we did it again. Well, and so after the first time we met her, she seeked us out after mm-hmm. her show. She said that she needed to get a photograph with us, and then she was down for us to reenact or recreate her album cover so it's yes. the three of us plus one of her backup dancers hold <laughs> held her record for like final so it's just this group photograph of all these blonde chelsea jades it was it so was great. I, a moment yeah. it was so good so yes yeah, so when amy shark comes you have to you i, I think that's our thing we just have to be wearing like the signature looks when there are one yeah I think we need to. But then one more quick thing about the Chelsea Jade is that the second time she came, yeah. we oh. did it again. And I had been stalking her Instagram and I knew, I knew, I let you know, I said, Aaron, she's going to pull us up on stage to dance. And Aaron, did, did you tell me that? Yes, I gave you a heads up. 
I was like, this is going to happen. And you no. were like, okay, oh. fine. I remember it because we had oh, told... No, you, you told me that she pulls people on stage, but I don't know if it was for the dancing. Well, we're wearing her wigs. I mean, if she's pulling fans up from the audience, she was, I mean, we had a target on our fucking heads. I mean, come on. She was... She was Okay, well, and then she asked us to fucking do the dance, which I didn't know. Oh, yeah, she pulls us up, and then, oh, you, you know, we do the, like, dance moves with her. And I will tell you, I've never been on a stage before, and when you look out at a crowd of people just staring at you, it is intimidating. It yeah. is performance, but you have this adrenaline uh -huh. that you just... Do it, and yeah. then you watch the video a thousand times after and critique yourself <laughs> endlessly. <laughs> well, I felt the same way um, that I did on, you know, like that live sex show. Were you, did you get? <laughs> <laughs> same thing. If you if you missed it, it's on our Patreon. It's for the twenty dollars. How much is that? Our Patreon is just twenty dollars. You know, it's not that much. <laughs> it's a live show. You have to be there for the moment. It's all worth it. I think through the Patreon, the link actually just brings you straight to your OnlyFans. OnlyFans. Well, we just we're we're, we're broadening our horizons. Here. That's right. It's a platform for all kinds of artists. So Eddie, I feel like one thing that I know about you with your music and like the the, the artists that we've gone to concerts for is I feel like you have a very uh, I want to say you like to find artists that are just a step removed from like. Mm -hmm. From normalcy, I guess, if that makes sense. Like, I think about, like, the Terra Juniors of the world. God, I love a good Terra Junior. Yeah. Where it just, it, it's like, it's not, there's something, there's like, there's a hook. There's something, and I think, like, there's for Amy Shark. There's something lucky. She's got that, like, come on. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> it's very, <laughs> it's very, come on. That wasn't as good. That, that wasn't as good. But. That's all you need to say. Everyone knows immediately. They're like, yep. Very, very, it, it's it's very like kind of like a a wine angry diary entry. Mm -hmm. You know what I think? Mm -hmm. It's like a sad Taylor Swift. Like if sad, Taylor was just so so sad. I I don't see that at all. I do, <laughs> and I see it so clearly. The universe has shown me. I mean, I don't know if Amy Shark has the. I went to write as well as Taylor Swift would well, do like a completely sad. Well, it depends on how good you think Taylor is. Well, that's another podcast. Not we fun. have plenty of podcasts about that one. Oh, yes, we do. Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. That is the moment. I just feel like Amy Sharks isn't as polished okay. as Taylor Swift's. 3,000%. Like, I, I, to me, and I, I, I love you, Amy. Wholeheartedly. Wait, wait. I hope you're not listening to this because I, I feel know. like a big old dick. Like, I have no credentials. I want to actually I want to say this before we do anything else. I have zero yeah. credentials to be critiquing uh -huh. music whatsoever. This is all yeah. fun. I respect any artist who puts themselves out there and creates I mean, music and then lets people like us yeah. come yeah. in and think we can shit all over it I or mean, like jizz all over I it. I mean, credentials speak for yourself. What? 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 Are stacked. <laughs> I have a I, lot of credentials. I was in wind ensemble. <laughs> I was in choir for a semester. There you go. Um, no, so Eddie, you are completely right that we. This is all in good fun. Anything that we're saying is not necessarily how we feel about the artists, but we just have to like try and take ourselves and be as objective as possible about yeah, like does it feel right for us for us in this moment? Because yes, I agree. That's all you can decide at the end of the day. Is it right for you? In the moment. In the moment. In the moment. Um, what were we before? So you're talking Her songwriting. About, well, you talk about like fringe artists, kind of. Oh, right? fringe, yes. fringe artists, but like, fringe. I'd love to know more about kind of like fringe. Your <laughs> I love that word. 
your career with music? Like, where, what type of music do you kind of gravitate to? How do you discover music as albums, songs? What do you, how do you digest? So I'm not necessarily, so I know for you, Aaron, you're like, you like to look at the album as a whole. And if it tells a story, then that's how you like it, right? What is your style? I'm pretty similar. Um, um, I'm a big album guy, but I also, I, I also like, I have that, my main playlist is just a playlist where if I hear a song that slaps, I add it. If there's no curation, there's no organizing. So I like to take, you know, things as they come. It is not a party playlist for anyone who's wondering. Not. It is not. It is not. It'll take you all sorts of places. One minute you got La Vie en Rose, Edith Piaf, and then uh -huh. you got like, you know, Casey Musgraves. You just go everywhere. You're everywhere with it, yeah. Yeah. So for me, I'll listen to an album maybe twice, and then with, you know, the invention of iTunes and Spotify and that, I'll just pick and choose the songs that I like, and then I'll mm -hmm. never go back to that album again because oh, I don't wow. okay. care for the music that's on it. And so... I'm much more of a playlist guy. It started in August of 2015 for me, where oh, wow. I would bring. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, I have it in my in my phone. But so since then, every month as I find new music, whatever is suggested on Apple or whatever is suggested mm -hmm. on Spotify, I'll just add to that playlist because I do really feel like music brings you back to a place and a time in your uh, life so, that you can remember it. So. To clarify, you have monthly playlists. Monthly playlists, and then I go a step beyond that for that, you know, bringing yourself or myself yeah. back to that time in my life, is that at the end of each month, I'll go through my photos that I've taken of that month, and my album cover for that month will be whatever picture encapsulates the best memory from that month. So okay. I can go back and look at, you know, July of 2016 and be like, oh, that's what I was doing. That's what I was with. That's what happened. Listen to that playlist okay, and be see, brought back. To me, that sounds so fun in theory, but also sounds like kind of serial killer. Like it's so oh. it's so organized and like you're next. <laughs> I like that gives me anxiety thinking about oh god, I have to do a playlist this month. But it's not like that. It's just as I find music, okay. I will just add it to the playlist. It's okay. not this like I need to sit down go back and take stock of all the music I've heard. It's if Aaron okay. sends me a song and it really connects with me, okay. boom, I put it... Oh, sorry, I clapped. I'm sorry, everybody. It's, they're fine. I'll put it on the playlist. It's very, <laughs> Your drums are damaged now. They're all drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's how I'm going to go about killing them. Yeah. I have to take out their hearing first yeah, so they yeah. can't know that I'm sneaking. Oh, God. Ooh, yeah. how do you do it? Uh, Eddie, I will say that I think, I think you've actually, like... I don't do it ever... Like, there have been many months that I just have not done it, but, like, I do... I've, I've enjoyed, uh, like, you've told me about that before, how you do that, and I've, like, I like to do that now, too, where I like to be able to go back and, like, this is this month, because I used to just do, like, I'd call them, like, the tunes playlist, and it'd be, like, one, and then two, and then three, and then four, but those, and they, they could span, like, anywhere from, like, two weeks to, like, three months of, like, I was just trying to get to, like, 20 songs or whatever to make it that, that moment, mm -hmm. but I think being able to go back and look at, like, okay, what was I listening to then? Is kind it's kind of a nice thing to do, sure. Um, yeah. But I, I don't usually like I, I don't I don't find myself going back to them as much. Do you go back to, to yours often? Um, yes and no. Well, so here's okay. So here's another layer to what I what I do. <laughs> oh, there's more. This is really just gonna you know, okay. see the <laughs> aspect is that at the end of the year, <laughs> I'll go and I'll make oh, a no. top twelve for that year, and then I'll go to each 
playlist and I'll find my favorite song from that playlist and I'll add it to it. So then I have a 12 track end of the year playlist. So I'll go back to that. And that gives me like, yeah. oh, those are the top bops of that year. Ooh, and I'll have top it. Bop. We'll there. You'll be hearing from well, our lawyers. Well, did you, um, are you going to... Or is that a great segue? I want to try to like play the <laughs> card here. Oh, God. Is he trying to direct us? Good luck. Uh, good when you get to 10 years of it, are you going to do uh, oh, ooh, top of each year? One song from each? Hey. I mean, it's, it's I an love idea. The, I love the idea. It, it's a possibility. I mean, in four years, I'll have my, I'll have my decade review coming up. We started in... 2015. So how do you, you also, I think we've talked about this, you use Apple Music and you use Spotify. I was on Apple Music for, for the longest time, just because it was, I mean, it's integrated with an iPhone and Apple does a really great job of really just hooking you in, but Apple does a really shitty job at suggesting great music and Spotify does a phenomenal job. Thank you, King. So I'm a bougie little brat and I have both of those platforms and I use Spotify solely for the suggestions and then I'll go into... Apple Music and add that to my playlist <laughs> because I've invested True so much. That True is so chaos. True chaos. But honestly, it makes sense for you. I think. I think I could. I mean, like, you know, I mean, look I at me right it. now. I have my list. I have my notes in front of me from doing my homework. I'm a list person. It gives mm-hmm. me a form of like control in a world that is all chaos. Oh, and so having lists. Oh, it Please gives let her do a makeover. Yeah, it gives her a sense of. Um, <laughs> Oh, oh my god, a I sense hate of control in a world full of chaos or something like that. Yeah, I don't. And then she's like, "Oh, please come on, let us." And then Tiger's, "Oh shit, you guys! I've never had street friends before." Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> we gotta stop there, otherwise I uh, turn into a Christmas podcast. I like. I will say, we wa- I watched that movie for the first time this summer with you two, and it I'm was alone that that's your first time. It was so good. I watched it's it like so literally two days later when I was home. Like. I th- we had the 48-hour rental, and I was able to watch it again through that yes. same rental. Yes. I will say that I've seen that movie more times than I can count. I'm not even trying to exaggerate or be yeah. funny or cute about that. But I did like that when I watched it with you guys, I saw something new. I never gave as much attention to Amber, Amber. Amber. as I've Amber. ever in the past. <laughs> she, she is. She is full drag. She Amber is a great actress. She, you just don't know it. She drives the story with, with her costumes. She does. She really does. She's that bitch. And so I want to say thank you to both of you for Absolutely. showing me that part. It's You're so, so welcome. Oh, so it's welcome. everything about that movie. So, we haven't talked about the album. Yeah, what do we think about this album? Um, so Amy Shark, first album was um i it's You're talking a, love monster love monster was a little bit of kind of uh it was an acquired taste i think there were a couple songs i really enjoyed from amy shark and that was like w- when you were like let's go to the concert i was like sure i'll go but then as i listened to the album i started to like be like i can kind of get into her well so what is the vibe of the first album like very same Oh, very same. So, like, what would you, what genre would you put this in? Um, I think it's angsty, whining, um, pop? Kind or of is that singer-songwriter. Mm-hmm. Singer-songwriter. Okay. But, like, very, I would say, in the vein of wine. And sometimes, like, alternative-ish with... A little bit of Rocky to it. Yeah, yeah a okay. little bit of Rocky okay. to it. So, Come on! And so this album, Cry Forever, is, <laughs> is kind of that. It's, well. it's that, but amplified more of the whiny. I think. Amplified more of the whiny. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will say one thing that I do like, and it has nothing to do with the album or the content whatsoever, but it uh-huh. was kind of a creative thing that Apple did with the album, is that when it when you go to the album, it has like 
tears. Raindrops. It's supposed to be, well, I think it it looks like raindrops, but I'm assuming it's supposed to be tears because the Elvis cry forever. Oh, wow. But it's her sitting on the floor with her legs crossed, just being all kinds of sulky with that fucking rat. I remembered it being a lot more put together for the first album. Girl, that hair is exactly how I pictured it. I thought it was way more put together. It was a rat nest. Oh, wait, hold on, wait. We have to go to another tangent. So when we were at Amsterdam and we were at the show, do you remember this, the true Baby Shark super fan? This young woman who was standing front, front, front. Like, we were one row behind her oh, yeah. because she was there and she was staking out her spot. She was yeah. with her boyfriend. She had the signature oh, yeah. on, on the top of her head. And the second Amy Shark came out and performed, this woman, she was like staring eyes at Amy. She would not lock. She was just dead face mouthing every single word. She didn't miss it. And the only thing I could think of was that like when she hooks up with her boyfriend, all she's thinking about is Amy Shark. Like this woman, <laughs> do you remember her? I, 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 I vaguely remember her, but like, can you imagine being Amy Shark in that situation <laughs> and having to like have these dead eyes beating at you the whole time? And, I would literally be so the mouth, the mouth is perfectly <laughs> in sync. She's lip syncing for her life. <laughs> not moving. Just staring into your soul. Yeah. I mean, true super fan. True super fan. I mean, that might be the energy. That might, I mean, you know? that could be the moment. Yeah. So. Okay, so sorry. Yes, let's get back so, on. So like in this album, <clears throat> what I'm picturing the creative process to be is like, if she is like, it's a sad, it's a sad album. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert! It's probably the saddest album I've listened to in a very long in a long time. Was it the title that gave away that it's sad? Yeah, but like, and it's not like ironic sad. It's not. It's it's definitely not a like let's dance through this sad. It's like we're gonna be sad in this moment. Okay. It's a very literal sad too. Like her lyrics are very much like this happened and then this happened and, and I'm then leading this happened. into this emotion. And this is exactly how yeah. I feel. But what? Okay. Um, I don't want to. My biggest flop. I'll talk about that when I talk about it. But like, there's yeah. There, where do you think we are in this podcast? There, there are some. There are some. There's like a song that I'm just like a little bit like. I, some songs I was able to get like and yeah. be like I I understand what you're feeling and one of them I was like I just feel like the the chorus and like the verses just don't add up they and I just don't get it okay okay but well we'll get to that we'll that's get it that's a tease that's, that's a tease that is. um but I so I'm picturing her like having a, a situation happen that's like you know like a breakup or something and she's taking that first like visceral emotion that you get in those situations and she's like locking in on that and she's like okay I'm writing the song now and I'm I would agree that part right I yeah. agree that's what she's doing yeah what I will also say is there um, there were a lot of songs that felt almost the same as other songs right now it's definitely a common thread well what I know what I mean by that is I think it's I oh, think right. it's I think it's everybody rise yeah has the same dun, 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 dun. As like the Ariana Grande, I think it's positions. Does the dun, 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 just dun, it doesn't? Dun, dun, they dun. have different effects. Oh, very like, but like the beginning, I'm like, okay, this sounds like this, and then there's yeah. the song. Um, it's just the Ari one makes you want to fuck. Do, do, this one's oh like, no, I know. I want to. Did you bring up Ari because she also has a signature big hair thing? She has. She has the pony. She has the pony. Now come on now. Now come on now. But so like everybody rise sounded like the. It sounded like yeah, one of the Ari song, and then there was the song that like. This is the weirdest promotion I've ever heard of for a song where she's like, okay, so I wrote this song with Ed Sheeran, but I recorded it with Keith Urban. 
That's right. And I and I'm like I'm like girl, why are you name dropping? Like no one else name drops who they're working with. Like why are you na- name dropping who you wrote the song with? It but is an I, eclectic group. But then I listened to it, and you tell me if, if you're if you feel the same way. But it sounds like an Ed Sheeran song. It just sounds like legitimately the same as same page as you. Yes. As I think it's I think it's the one. Uh, I don't know which one it is. One of Ed Sheeran's songs. Well, she talks about that song. So after I did my review, I didn't want to taint my perception of things because you know with the Apple now they do track by track. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you didn't want the that. Top. I didn't want that. In your head. Yeah, yeah. But when professional. I, he's a professional. I did my homework. You did. You this. did. Yeah. Um, but I did feel that feel like with that song, after doing my homework and then reading through, she says in it that he took control and was like, "Don't overcook this song." So he he did his Ed Sheeran thing, and that's why you hear that's him why. come through. He like didn't let her do her visceral response, yeah. her first emotion. And then have that be the final product. He's like, how do we feel about that? I. It sounds like an Ed Sheeran song, which if you're trying to be on the radio, that probably a good thing for the radio, and probably like pushed upon her by her record label. That's what I, I was thinking. I agree. Yeah. One thing that I also wanted to talk about um, is like just kind of how different cultures. We talked about it at the very beginning with with like Kylie Minogue, but like Amy Shark in the U.S. She like her. She would headline at at Amsterdam uh, Music Hall in yeah. St. Paul. Yeah. In Australia, she is like winning like Aria Awards. Sydney Opera House. She is like performing like at gigantic arenas and, and all that whole thing. And it just to me, it's kind of crazy how some artists can be so big somewhere else. Yeah, that is super interesting. And then like does nothing here in the states. Well, that just goes to show like how celebrity centric the United States really is and how far our reach truly goes in the rest of the world. Like if you want to become a very successful celebrity artist for your work, you have to make it in America. You You can be huge in your own country and your, you know, your home will love you. They will stand. Yeah. Wow. Stalker fan. (laughs) Wait, not stalker. Shout out to Antonio. Twitter stand for little mix. You don't want to know. Okay. (laughs) He, he has 13-year-old girlfriends. Wait, what? He, now I need to know. Now you're just slandering our friend of the pod, Antonio. <laughs> I think, I I think you can say allegedly if you're going to say yeah, some slanderous allegedly. things. No, I, I think he legitimately, like, at least from what he's saying... He doesn't mean date girlfriends. He doesn't date he girls. gal pals. He means gal, like, gal pals online. Online. That are 13 years old that also enjoy a little mix. <laughs> so go listen to that episode. <laughs> okay. You'll get the full scoop there. You tell me if I'm slandering. Now, come on now. Um, it like another example of that is like Jess Glynn. Yes. Jess Glynn, the first time she was here, she was at Fine Line. The second time she was here, she was at First Avenue. But like First Avenue is like it's an iconic venue and it's it's a great venue, thousand people maybe. But when she's in the UK, she is performing yeah. at stadiums and like she is like celebrated in the UK. Even though, like, Jess Glenn, sorry, but you appropriate black culture a ton in your music videos. Oh, she's calling you out. It's like, like, you watch her music videos and you're like, you are trying, like, and she's got the the frizzy hair, the whole thing, which, like, some some white women have the frizzy hair, but, like... It's just not a good coincidence. It's not a good coincidence for her. I'm going to have to check that out after. I've never seen a Jess Glenn music video in my life. I, too, have never seen it, so I have... 
Yeah, nothing to go off of. Mm, yeah. Okay, after, <laughs> that's after the pod. Boop, 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 boop. Fast forward through that tangent. <laughs> Did you oh, just pull the TiVo? I just pulled the TiVo. <laughs> so I'm retro. glad you got the reference. That's so retro of you. And you aged yourself. <clears throat> I really did. Well, no, my parents still have TiVo. I was, I, was, I was actually thinking this, okay, not recently, maybe like two months ago, but I was wondering if that was still a thing. And I actually, like, to be very honest, I appreciate the TiVo sounds because... There are times we appreciate where, your honesty. Where you where you go with like a DVR remote and it doesn't make any sound and you hit it so far and then you're like three hours into the show and you're like, yeah. what? I just wanted to get past the commercial break. And now you've just spoilered what happens. Right. Yeah. She died. <laughs> it just goes to show how important sound design is in the user experience. This is going to be really... Going back to, to Clueless, Paul Red. Can we just say, I love Paul Red. Where did that come from? I think it came, it came from... Please explain. It, okay, so had to it, say it. in my mind, it was yeah. the fast forward to the end, and then I was thinking Clueless, and then I was thinking that Paul Rudd... Yeah. Oh, the spoiler. And okay. Blair? Is her name Blair? What's her name? Are Main character. Cher? Cher? I might need to hurt you. <laughs> Aaron's dead. He just flew <laughs> off the balcony. I don't know what happened. Blair Horowitz. Why... <laughs> 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 but so that was like where the Paul Rudd thing came out because I was like that was, that's the end that's the yeah. end yeah and that's what happened yeah okay uh, which hold on honestly for the movie Clueless because it it has no plot whatsoever if we're being honest I think if you have that spoiler that might make it more interesting to, to <laughs> yeah. try and go back and watch from where you you know had skipped forward to say how the hell are they making out at the top of the staircase I, I think that they I think that they forgot they had a story, like, they didn't have a story until about, like, two-thirds through the movie, and they're like, well, Paul Rudd's here. Yeah. And the story will be that she'll be happily ever after with her cousin? No, yeah. her stepbrother. Stepbrother. Who was in college, so he's, what, 18, 19, and she's 15? Oh. Is that the case? Is that, yeah. does that check out? Well, she's a very sexy well, no, she's, 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 15-year-old, to be fair. <laughs> Well, she gets, she's 16, right? Because she is going for her license and she can't get it. That's right. Yes, she, yes. She asked Ty back to the lunch scene. She says, um, you know, Ty, how old are you? And she says, I'll be 16 in May. Well, as someone two months older, (laughs) (laughs) let me give you some. Okay, can I just, uh, getting, we keep going off and it's all me. I'm so sorry. Um... This album's very sad. It is, uh, the lyrics are very literal to me to the point that sometimes they're jarring and sometimes the lyrics just like, again, don't really match. I would say like, yeah, that visceral feeling, you don't want to stay in that too long, mama. This is not... This is an album to visit when you need it. I visited this album. I did. Past tense. I don't see a future tense for this album Well, now, come on now. You don't know that. (laughs) You could get... You could break up. I'm not even. I'm not even sure. I. I really am not even sure that I'm gonna go back and like listen to songs from the album. I will go back to the first album. I like some of the songs from the first album. I'll go back there and like, if we end up going to see her in concert, mm-hmm. I will like force myself to learn some of these songs. Just so you can enjoy the show. We're going to go back. When she comes back. And we're going to do the damn you have, you, you have an obligation to do the hair thing. The hair, the hair thing has to happen. Would it be mean if we put little tiny rats in the <laughs> We Okay, we pull, it, we pull a Utica with Bob Ross with the squirrel thing. But instead, it's a rat, it's a rat Bob. <laughs> and we pull it. There's like a slice of pizza that we pull out halfway through. 
can't do that. But I love, I love joking about it. Now, That's but. just so I will for this I will like for Amy Shark next show I'm going to be looking at that track list that mm-hmm. someone posts online so I don't have to listen to every song. To me, this album is a flop. Mm-hmm. I I will say like for so all we're jumping into that we're going to do we're we're jump, I mean we've kind it's of like, about time I would say. we've we've been flirting with it it's been on the tip of our tongue yeah this is true have we I will say that like I this album does have a consistent drum beat. Oh, absolutely. And it does have its ups and its downs, and it's very a clear story. So from that perspective, it like it checks that box. Mm-hmm. But to me, I just couldn't recommend this album as, like, if you're going to listen to Amy Sherrick, go back to the first album. Sure. That's all I want to say. So, Eddie, for you, how are you defining coming into this as a guest? How are you coming in and saying, this is Bob, this is Fop? What's your, what's your criteria so you're asking me like what my definition of a bop is? Yeah. Okay. I yeah. took notes on this. So okay. let me, let me he's find. Flipping, he's flipping through a legal mm. pad, a, a tiny one. Mm-hmm. What's my death of a bop album? Okay. Oh, and here it is. Yeah. So for me, when I think bop, it immediately, I just have to have fun with it. it I don't oh, think that okay. I could okay. have bop be like a Fiona Apple album i could say it's great but i'm not gonna like for me bop it's like when i'm getting ready in the morning because i'm very putsy when i get ready sure i want to be dancing in the shower i want to be like uh-huh. twirling around in my living room have you ever I slept in have... the shower from doing dance moves i was gonna ask have you not? <laughs> no. have that's not. where my mind went i don't get Stay that on. loose with my with my shower dancing i i'm like i've learned about my dance moves and they're very much just like i march in place like that's my dancing that's true we love it going back so bop for you is kind of like, it's, it's got to get you energy, it's got to be upbeat. Yeah, it's got to entertain me, and I have to be, yeah, dancing around. I have to be, like, working on my, my like, booty shake in my bathroom mirror. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's, mm-hmm. otherwise, it could be a great album, but for me, bop has to be fun. Oh, there can still be great albums. So this is almost, this is almost fun. This is genre. This is, like, not genre, but it's kind of, like, a subset of genre. Because you can have a bop that's country, you can have a bop that's hip-hop. Okay. Wow. But you're saying it's got to make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Okay, and even if it's like you know, it could be there could be sad songs. Like I think one of the best bops is "When I Needed You" by Carly Rae Jepsen. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, when you listen oh. to it, it's actually a really sad song, but the way it was produced, it's fun as hell. You know, yeah, and you're, which we love. We love that. I also am like I love um, leading into the sad. I'm very in tune with my emotions, but musically, I want like a love fool by the Cardigans. So I'm like, mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. You know, where it's like I'm shimming my shoulders. Yep. I'm like laughing through the pain, you know? It's very dancing on my own. Absolutely. It's very much that. Yeah. So so with that, with that definition, um, were you able to find some some bop and joy in, yeah, in this you Cry Forever sh- album? Dancing in the shower? I did find some joy. Do I do we want me to say my Bop or Fop of the album and radio? Don't or you dare we... tell us yet. Oh. <laughs> well, you can tell us. Oh, oh, sorry. I, I thought he was going to say, uh, do you want me to say my top pop? And oh, like, no. My bop or bop for the <laughs> don't album. go there. It's like, don't come into our podcast and do that. <laughs> no, sorry, no. yes. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Controlling for once. <laughs> well, come on now. Uh, for me, album is a flop. I okay. did not care for it. I rated it like a four out of ten. Okay, pitchfork. Pitchfork. All right, coming yeah. after you. Coming after you. That's right. I think we talked about that Sheeran thing with... Uh, we did. We did. Um, we, last week, was it? Yeah, so we, we're not going to bore our leaders again, yeah. but like, there's this there's a, this clip of Jesse Ware defending Ed Sheeran to Pitchfork, being like, you guys are just mean. 
you guys are straight up bitches. I didn't say that, but that was the message. And she's like, you need to apologize. And you better keep this part of the interview in. And she's like, also, I worked on that album. <laughs> okay, so she felt a little personal. Because Pitchfork is mean. They're oh, mean. yeah. Pitch- Artists hate Pitchfork. Pitchfork jerks off to their negative reviews. Uh-huh. I don't know what Pitchfork is. It's, it's, a, it's a music review site yeah, that, okay. like... It's heavily cited, referenced by it. Just like the music community in general, uh-huh. and it's so like, they would like to be. What's the Pitchfork rating? Yeah, they don't. They they, they famously gave Fiona Apple's uh, album a ten out of ten, and it was like, Ugh. okay, you did that for the headline, the bolt cutter one, the yeah. bolt cutter one. Which, yeah. which I'm a casual uh, Fiona uh, fan, and that's not her best album. So. I'm a Fiona stan. There it is again. <laughs> in that album, I you know, I struggled. I had to force like myself. It. I listened to it at least ten times, and I found yeah. I think one track. I took Shamika and I raced. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's that song where she says? I can tell you. I'm not. A, I mean, know of her. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know her. You I, just I, I'm, I'm legitimately. I'm a legitimately like a stan. Like just the office worker that doesn't listen to music. Stan. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley, short for Stanley. Okay, all right. Uh, for her, that's the track that is the only one oh. that I like from Vegetable Cutters. Okay, okay. So Simon, that brings us to you. Yeah. So, so my my final thoughts on the album. I'm trying to think of like where to best jump off and organize my thoughts. Um, like I think that she's really leaning into a moment. And I think she just needs, like, she needs a gay friend to come around and be like, all right, we did this. <laughs> we're over now. Now we're out. Get out of there. We're getting out of here. Because yeah. you don't want to, like, I hope she's not. Because some of the themes in the album are, like, these are negative thought processes. And these are not healthy for you. Like, there's a way to process the sadness that is good and that will help you move forward. And I'm like, girl, I don't know if you're doing it. Uh-uh. You know? Okay, can I... Wait, speaking of homosexuals, I thought she was a lesbian. Really? Uh-huh. And then the song, uh, Oh no, she, That Girl, I thought it was her oh, coming out and no. really doing it. And then I read and I was like, oh no, oh, no. that's about some <laughs> chick that slept with your boyfriend. Yeah, in that song, I feel like she's kind of like blaming the girl more than the man, which is like, huh? Well, she addresses that if you read the Apple. Um, I didn't. I'm famously a Spotify slut. Who doesn't have, they brand, don't have anything. They have none of that, that content, that curated yeah. content. So so for me, I'm not going back. I don't want to live in this album. You know what I mean? Uh-uh. uh-uh. I don't. It's, I'm going to be in a bad place. It, it truly. And I, what I will say is like... My I shouldn't even say Do we get refills on this podcast? We can, we'll, we'll do that definitely. We can have more content. Yeah, we, we're gonna we'll have get Prairie. Prairie. The thing is, that we have to kind of fast forward to the point where we do this. Oh. The, the top right. bops, because that's okay, when we can so, take breaks. Okay, I'll wrap this up. We're at we're at forty two minutes, by the way. So I'll wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a it's a flop for me, just because um, it's not my brand of sad. It's just not. No. Um, Fair. In in even like the style of songwriting, it's really not my my vibe either. I like yeah. things to be a little more like it is, it's so direct, you know, and, and like I'm saying what I mean. Yeah. You know, um, see enough for me, but you know, I, I do appreciate that she is speaking to things that are like that, that moment where you're like, 
I fucking hate this person. It is very raw. It is, like, yeah. not censored emotion. The rawness is very relatable, and I think everyone goes through that, regardless of how long you entertain it. Right. Agreed. Yes. So, Agreed. And I appreciate that very much, but for me, uh, I am also going to flop this album. Okay, and top ops. Okay, top ops. <laughs> Who wants to start? I will. Okay, my top op was uh, Miss You. All right, well, let's yeah. let's give it a pause, and we will come back and uh, talk about Miss You. Yeah, so don't go anywhere. <laughs> Call back. Call back. Call back. A throwback, maybe? Oh. It's not Thursday. A sit back. Sit back. I can make it any sit back. Sit oh. back. Sit back. Betty who? Betty uh uh-huh. Miss you. <laughs> Anyways. So yeah, Miss You was my top op. Um, full disclosure, not really for the lyrics. Not my... It's just not for me. No, the lyrics um, were kind of something else. What I did like is it kind of shifted, the production kind of shifted more towards like my kind of sad pop. Mm-hmm. It's a little brighter, um, like a somewhere between a brighter and like mellow pop vibe. I didn't get the mellow pop, but hey, okay, well, well, fuck my drag. Maybe I just, my ear wasn't listening for that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you're too Maybe I'm drunk. dumb. Maybe you're too drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and stupid <laughs> there, right? <laughs> you're out of control <laughs> so um that that song just stuck with me each each listen how many um, listens did you do of the album probably three or four okay yeah um and I, I just kept coming back to that one I, I I really appreciated that song actually yeah I respect that on my like first listen through I didn't care for that one fair um but then Maybe on like the third or I actually think I think like my last run through. So last night I sat down with a bottle of wine and I was like, I'm going to do my homework. And I was listening That's to the album and was, and was did it. going through. And so as the wine bottle went lower, then my appreciation for more of the songs sure. rose. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I can feel it. You know, I got into the feels, but with that one in particular, I'm very much a lyrics guy. Yeah. Like same, same. it's all about listening to like, after I hear a song that I like, I will just sit and look up the lyrics, read through it to make sure I understand because I historically will mishear. Is that a, is that a word? Mishear, yeah. Mishear lyrics. And then, you know, three years later, one of my friends makes fun of me because I've been singing something wrong the entire time. Oh. I love that. At, like at, at concerts in particular where you just start belting it out and you're like, why is everyone saying something different than me? Uh-huh. What am I doing? Yeah. What's wrong with all of you? That changes the whole meaning of the song. <laughs> I know this is a happy song. But so with, oh, sorry. So with that song... Um, in particular, there is that lyric where it's like, you know, once you've been in a relationship and if you're not over it, you still try to go through the motions of getting over it, but you find yourself doing certain things with someone and you're just thinking about the other person still. Yeah, like you're uh-huh. trying to like convince yourself this is how you should move on because that's yeah. what you've like been taught. So that part, I connect with it and I'm like, okay, it's not a flop for that reason for me but yeah i don't it doesn't fall into bop territory sure. yeah well I, not not, okay, not a lot of read me mama <laughs> don't like song i can take it, it yeah <laughs> this, is, fight. this is one where i feel like the 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 scatterbrained thoughts all kind of had the clear kind of picture but the message i felt like i was having a tough time being yeah. able to go from like, there's the, like, I'm going home with the, a guy I wish was you. And then, like, the, sometimes I feel like it's in the verses that I'm, like, I don't necessarily see how this is all as much tying up. But I know it, I, it ties up into what you were saying, Eddie, of, like, that that kind of 
even when I'm trying to do the actions of forgetting, I'm still kind of like remembering and like keeps throwing me back to that, which yeah. we've been there. Been there, done that. Been call there. that call that one there. Um, but again, I don't want to stay there. Don't I don't want to stay there. And that's maybe this is an opportunity from the universe, Aaron. This album, we can remind our, our leaders, um, you know, don't, life is short. Don't live in that, you know? Divert uh, that energy. As, as that Hannah Montana energy. once said, yeah. life's what you make it, so let's make it rock. And that's uh, how we're going to sign off my top off. That's a great way to sign it off. Eddie, do you want to go next or you want me to? I think you should go next. Make me be the, the big the reveal. Final, the big reveal. For the, for the bop. Um, so my top bop of the album is um, it's not, not a bop from Eddie's perspective from like the unhappy, but it's called The Worst Day of My Life. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to go listen to that upper. And we'll be right back. Damn it. You're not even subscribed to the ASMR level on Patreon, but you're getting it. You're getting you're getting a taste. That's that that membership is forty five dollars a month. If you get that tier. It just keeps getting worse. Each time we come back, that sound, whatever it is, just sounds to be like looser and wetter each time. It was That's what you like to hear. That's what the listeners that's what the leaders want. Looser and wetter. Well you're getting it. Those are some star qualities, being loose and wet. <laughs> so, Aaron, was this the worst day of your life? Um, this is well. This recording has been uh, a really fun one. Definitely not the worst day of my life. But I, th- I, what? I, okay, what I will say is that the worst day of my life part uh, doesn't match up with like the, the rest lyrics. of the lyrics. Yeah, because the rest of the lyrics are all about how she is going to uh, like she's reminiscing and like. I don't know if you guys have ever done this, but just where, like, you are, um, you know where someone, like, they either live or whatever else, and, like, you, like, you're just, like, you, you're walking by and you see their light on, or you oh. see their light not on, or you're just kind of like, well, mm. well, I wonder what they're doing up there, or I wonder, like, they're never home. Where, who, where are they at? And you just kind of have that. It's like the it's like the chaotic um, breakup energy where there's, like, that month where you're just a little bit manic. Yeah, but in this instance, you don't take it the next step of killing their dog. Oh, oh, go- oh. <laughs> wow! <laughs> so that's a that's a, another callback that if you know, you know, yes. if you know, you know, you know. Wow! Yeah, talk yeah. about talk about an energy shift, a real energy shift. But this song actually like it like. Outside of lyrics, it also is very, like, it actually has, like, a fun kind of hook It does. To it has a nice hook. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it does. Did you just paint a target on your back? I'm sorry. That's scary. Well, no one listens to <laughs> No, we... we <laughs> <laughs> true. But, <laughs> but on top of it, like, the thing is, is, I've mentioned it, like, four times, so at this point... If yeah, at this target, point, okay. at this point, it's, and it's in the lore of Bob or Flop. So as you grow, it'll eventually be put on, like, mugs. Not a cat killer, or not a dog killer. In the proceeds, we'll go to charity. Mm -hmm. Our local humane society. I love the humane society. My first. Our friend Charity, who um, is our editor now. Yeah, she will get the money. (laughs) We have to find an editor named named Charity that we can really just yeah. We we really 
Or do I mock you? That might be easier. <laughs> we made this difficult for us. We are now a 501c3 debopper flop. <laughs> we are the charity. Now come on now. Now come on now. Nonprofit. <laughs> um, so that was a bop for you. How about you, Eddie? Is that song a bop for you? Um, let me consult my notes here. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'll did some of the pages for the. Oh, yeah. Okay. ASMR. Okay. Oh, wow. He went deep in his pages. Yeah. Thank you. Um, you know, it again, it's like your uh, Bob Simon. I have no feelings about it. No, no feelings. feelings. Good. I've been there. We I've love that. <laughs> we love that for media. That's usually me, though. No I have no reaction. <laughs> they pan to the reaction, and it just is them being yeah. like, is this my con? <laughs> no reaction. Yeah. Um, um, it just, so for me, kind of with the element in the whole, it just, with it being set up, being titled Cry Forever, I went into it just being ready for everything to be mopey and sad. And it reminded me, Aaron, I don't remember if, if you remember this, but I think it was maybe in 2018 or 2019, but Sasha Sloan. Another very sad artist. Very sad. And I remember it very clearly standing in the kitchen at my office and we were talking about her album that had just come out. And I was saying to you, I was like, it's just so sad and then as i was messaging you the next song came up and the title was too sad to cry and i was like okay <laughs> it's, i have it's, to stop it gets to the point where you're like where's that horse because i got a crowbar and i'm beating it simon can i just say i think i know how you got baby shark because it's baby steps no i guess yeah, baby steps and then amy shark the last two songs <laughs> are baby steps and amy shark not a coincidence. She knows what the fuck she's doing. As a fun little tangent, let's imagine that somehow she decides to put out a deluxe edition and there's new songs on the album. Yeah, I like this activity. No, knowing, knowing that there's a song called Worst Day of My Life on Cry Forever, mm-hmm. what do we think a bonus track is going to be called? Laying Down to Die. Kill yeah. Me Now. Been um, in the tub for two hours. Um, filled with tears. Hopefully. filled with tears. Hopefully. <laughs> um... This is a long title, so my hope would be that the deluxe track is My Gay Friend Intervened and Now I'm Getting Back Into Therapy. The art is starting over. <laughs> Shout out Debbie, friend of the plot. Loved that album. Did we? Did we love that album? If she's listening, we loved it. <laughs> <laughs> and if she's not, there were looks that were given. <laughs> I'll narrate that. <laughs> so yeah, um, I don't know how I feel about this one either, Eddie. <laughs> you know, it's you know, it's definitely it's one of those songs that I will not be putting onto my your, your my collection, list. my library. Yeah. Um, what it. what is the deluxe song that you would um, oh, yeah. put on the album? Oh, I don't even know. I, I, can I pass? You can do whatever I'm you not, want. I'm, I'm, don't ever bring me to an improv class. Did <laughs> you see my notes? If you would have let me know this would have been part of the yeah. formula, I would have. You would have been physically flustered. I am. I have flop sweat yeah. going. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not the cafe. <laughs> um, so I guess that leaves... Uh, you, Eddie. You, Eddie. My Bob. What's your top Bob? Top Bob. Okay. Um, so... My bop of the album is actually The Wolves. Okay. All right. 
lifting songs then. Which why it falls into my bop top top bop. Sorry. <laughs> bop top top bop top bop top. Bop, top. <laughs> yes, this is why it's my bop top crop. Um, is that I couldn't see myself should, bopping around. We should make top bop crop tops. Could you imagine? Or uh, I want some of those proceeds. High top uh, sneakers. Um, Tamisha Iman Network. Come on. Come on now. No, come on now. Anyways. Um, so yeah, that I appreciate you being able to give some of the perspective on the song because I think that like I didn't I was truly I every time I listened to it I was like carving my way to try and be like yeah. well, where who's speaking right now? What are they speaking about? Like and I didn't get it, and I think that you actually did help me get it a little bit more. I would say of the three of us, Eddie probably <laughs> explained his top bop the best. I mean, I'm just going to say that. He, he really did? I did a terrible job. Um, so speaking... You did not. You did a fine job. Oh. Speaking of songs that are um, maybe not the easiest to understand, or sometimes just not connecting with us in the way that we need them to, no. it's time for our biggest flops of the album. <sighs> Does anyone want to go first? I will. My <laughs> biggest flop um, of the album is uh, Everybody Rise. Um, oh, we mentioned that earlier. Everybody Rise. Up. Literally, I think that it was just, she wanted to, like, wrote her, like, kind of her stream of consciousness of her story that she wanted to be telling with, like, being sad, etc. And then she's just like, let me insert a chorus in there. I don't get... I really, truly don't get the why it's everybody rising when it's like, it was very like one-on-one personal. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. not the song for me. It didn't put me in a good place for the album. It was the lead single though, right? For this album, I think. I don't know. You tell us. I went out of my way not to, to listen to her as much as I could to be ready for this album. <laughs> I think- Let's just really quick, like chat about the the varying creative processes we went through for this. Eddie's like, I sat down with a bottle of wine. I'm going to do my homework. I woke up at 8 a.m. this morning, literally like, please someone shoot me in the head. My I, The pressure between my temples is going to kill me. Oh God, I have to choose my top bop and biggest flop today. And for me, I mean, for me, it was just, uh, uh, I listened to it like maybe three times, four times this week. And then I like, hammered at home this morning and yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yesterday when I saw you walking, that's when I was like truly looking at my phone with the lyrics going as I was walking home. Yeah. And that's where I was able to go like, okay, I, I can see these songs actually like paint a picture that I can understand. And then I was like, the wolves. I was like, I don't get that one. Move on, next chapter. And yeah. then I was like, everybody rise. I was like, girl, literally this one makes no sense. Yeah, I feel like everyone rise or everybody rise, it has a very kind of uplifting sound to lead people to maybe have like more excitement about the album. I don't know if she could have done really any of the other songs on this album and had people excited to hear it. It's very... No. The Ed Sheeran one, maybe. Uh, the Ed Sheeran one. I think that, I think the worst day of my life would have been a great juxtaposition to best day of my life by American authors. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Um, so that was my biggest flop. What about y'all? What's your next? Um, mine was that girl. The one where I thought she was coming <laughs> It was very long. Yes, she's so she's not, just to clarify, she's mm-hmm. not coming out as lesbian in that song. Um, to me it was kind of the of all the unhealthy behavior in this album, like kind of the ones that make just 
make me mad when people do it is like she's out here talking about that girl and I'm like honey leave people out of it we're all having a tough time yeah. we're all trying to make it through life you know life's what you make it so let's make it rock yeah maybe you focus on you for a little bit <laughs> and I wasn't getting that from that song this, this this really feels like the spiteful like she really has like landed the spiteful diary entries yeah that should never ever ever be public but like you wrote in a very dark time you go back to and you're like I was I was really mad in that moment so maybe do you understand why I said Taylor Swift I don't know because I think I think Taylor like is able to like take the I think a lot of her songs she's able to take like the third party view unless it's like maybe I'm in the reputation era that's an era I didn't listen to well. You and that, most that's, people. That just entire kidding, just kidding. Just because it wasn't nominated for a Grammy and she went through it. Crazy times. Crazy times. It's really hard not to be nominated for Grammys. We know. We know. You deal with it year after year. All <laughs> year time. after year. They don't even let us vote. <laughs> Yet. 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 Um, hashtag Eddie. aspiring. Hashtag bopper flop for Grammys. Thank you. Use it. Start it. Um, Eddie, what about you? What was your biggest flop? Let me go to my notes. I didn't even... Okay, so I didn't, I also didn't even realize that there's a song called Amy Shark on the album. Oh, it was um, almost my bop. How'd you miss Top that? Top bop. Because, <laughs> like, this... It's... I, I listen to albums, and I listen, like, without uh, looking at, like, the songs and everything else uh, like that, and I'm like, what are the songs that stand out? And the rest of them kind of wish-wash in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Kudos to you, Amy, for making a song about yourself. Okay, so let's talk about that really quick before I say my top okay. flop. Is that I do like I do like that. I love this <laughs> the, the crop top top flop. Spot, sponsored by Jergens Maps. Stop. Stop. The rural jerk. Exactly. So alright, so I almost have that as my biggest flop. Biggest so I would say that because I do I feel like there are a couple songs on this album where she is talking about her being herself as like a celebrity and like her feelings and emotions around that and yeah. so you know re removing yourself from trying to relate on the part of being a celebrity and like that being like an autobiographical song about where she's come from and how she's thought to be where she's at now at the end when she says like you know don't come around now that I've done yeah, these things I think everyone can relate to that to a degree like throughout your life the stages that you go through yes. there yes. are like periods where you're growing and you're doing things and people are like you know weren't there but then once you've done something or once you've achieved it some people come out of the woodworks and you're like well don't come at me now that I'm now that I'm famous. I, I feel you. I feel that so strongly. Don't, don't come to me now that I have a super successful podcast. podcast. <laughs> oh, now you're asking me to be my friend. <laughs> I knew you two could relate. Absolutely, we can. Okay, but what I will say, like on, on a very juxtaposition note to that, I think also I, I think a lot of people listening that we're friends or in a relationship where with Amy are probably like I dodged a bullet there. <laughs> a well, little, also, a little bit. And I think also one of the reasons I liked that song is because it's finally not like a mopey woe is me, I'm whining. She ends it strong and she's like, Don't fucking come to my door that I'm really, Amy Shark. Yeah. It is a really good way to end the album. It is. Okay. It is. It is. It yeah. is. Oh, come on now. Amy. There we go. There we live go. Your, live your life. You got number one as an RA streaming. You're doing good. Yeah, and let's just say Australia fucking loves. Loves Amy Shark. Yeah. So good on you. 
Good on you, Amy. They are doing great with COVID, so you're actually like touring, I think. Like, oh. live your life, yeah, yeah, Shark, yeah. and you're yeah. making money. And so is Chelsea Jade. She's doing. Oh no, that was New Zealand, I believe, or maybe it was Australia. They're both together now. They can you, you can you go can travel back and forth. Travel back and forth. There you go. Soon, soon enough, that'll be us. Okay, so my top flop. I do not like. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, we gotta get back to this. <laughs> top flop. Top oh. flop. Here we go. Uh, it's Love Songs Ain't For Us, that oh. fucking Ed Sheeran Keith. Yeah, Urban yeah. Song. pretty shitty yeah. song. I, I my notes say immediately disliked. <laughs> Said out loud, nope. Because <laughs> I think it just has that country. It just has that uh, annoying country song yeah. to me, and I just didn't it, well, it's, care for it. Are you an Ed Sheeran fan? And I'm also not an Ed Sheeran fan. I actually really dislike him. It falls into this whole like, actually, patriarchy yeah. thing. I just do not like Oh, we could talk all day about that. Like, that ginger loaf? Mama. (laughs) Like, like, let's just really quick touch on the fact, like, we got Ava Max out here desperately trying to brand herself. She's like, I got to do the signature bob, short on one side, long on the other, mama. Get noticed, mama. And Ed Sheeran comes out in, like, a fucking L.L. Bean... He looks like he got beat up a little bit. Yeah, and he's like... Just woke up. Didn't know what was going on. It's not his accent. But like, so I will say that I, I, I like, I think Ed Sheeran, like, he puts out a lot of songs, especially his singles that I want to like, I will sing along to all the time. They're I, catchy. Like, they're catchy. They're catchy. They're That's catchy. how he gets you. That's how he gets you. And so like, this very much is in that same realm. So for me, this, this song, it, I, 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 I it's an Ed Sheeran song on an Amy Shark album. And I don't necessarily think I needed it. Um, sure. So we were touching on this, I think, before we started recording, though. Yeah. But it's that it has an Ed Sheeran sound. And so I think maybe that lends itself also to me thinking it's the biggest flop of yeah. the yeah. album. Because it's not her sound. He took he control, control of it and was saying, this is what we're going to do. And you know what we said to that? <clears throat> flop. Flop. Jester flop. Jester flop. <laughs> Ed Sheeran's man flopping all over that song with her. Yeah. Ed one. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you, 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 you were sipping during the commercial break. It turns out that was Ed Sheeran. <laughs> you know, uh, we all just we all just gave it to Ed. We really did. He's, he's got, and you know what? If he hears us, he's gonna go take a bath in his money. I think we've name dropped like at least like twelve artists in this episode. Like we truly because just, we can never not say Taylor Swift. She's part of the culture. She's part of our culture. Ed here. Sheeran can never not say Blair Horowitz. Blair Horowitz. <laughs> Blair Horowitz. <laughs> <laughs> now come on now we've we've done about 80 Wendyisms. <laughs> no we did it before the well, no we've done oh in past no oh, no, no this, I, this I episode just continues to yeah. happen now come on now oh those are over my head yeah yeah it's okay um <laughs> we'll show you after this episode has been so much chaos we have one last thing to do yes Single Obsession. Single Obsession of the Week. Did you prepare for that, Eddie? I sure did. did. notes ready. did. I went through my most recent playlist okay. last month. So give it to us. us. Give it to us. What is your single obsession? What have you been listening to recently that you just keep going? Yeah. Keep you know, going. I don't know if either of you know who this person is. I didn't know who this person was. I still don't know who this person is. Fringe. Fringe. Yeah. Clouds by NF. Do either of you know who this person is? No. There you go. I and was trying to make a joke off of NF, but nothing happened. So no fucking. Uh, <laughs> no fucking. Not fucker. No fucking way. Um, do I know? 
Nasty Fang. <laughs> that's that's a new brand. You know, <laughs> like, just Google it so you don't get copyright. Uh, tra- uh, trademarking it. Oh, I'm Nasty Fang. That's like a brand of poppers. Mm-hmm. Sign me up. Is it? No. no I'm so it, yeah. it comes with like the special like plug that you can stick up your asshole so you can <laughs> get into the bars. And we're only available <laughs> on Instagram shopping. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> So I've not heard that. I will have to go back and listen okay. to Clouds by um, Anna. 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 Aaron, yeah. what, what's your single obsession? <sighs> oh. He's doing the silence. Make it good. It might go on my May playlist. Um, so one thing that uh, I am excited for, and I'm hoping that an album comes out. No album's been rev- er, announced yet, but um, mm-hmm. Years and Years um, released a new song, Starstruck. I have not heard. When did it get released? It got released maybe like th- two, three weeks ago. Um, so it's been out a little, a little while. But um, just to give you guys some context, um, Ollie Alexander. Oh, I know. He broke it off with the rest of his band. They, they like mutually were like, "We're done with this." But Ollie was like, "I'm not." Gonna, even though Ollie has like enough name recognition that it wouldn't matter too much, Ollie was like, "I'm keeping the years and years name going." But the song's good. Um, highly recommend. Yeah. So Ali is like, as someone who doesn't listen to years and years and was not familiar with him until he's on that <laughs> show that everyone tells me I need to watch. And the I'm HBO one. I need to And I'm not the fucking, show. I'm not the fucking going to. It's like the AIDS show. epidemic yeah, show. It's literally of like another one of those like super heavy, like very important. But mama, mm-hmm. this pandemic, all I'm watching is Housewives. I cannot. <laughs> That's a later show. Anyways. As someone who, so who, who isn't like familiar with his work, he definitely is someone who is feeling his fame and his PR team is like, he's in the gay mainstream. You're going to like him. He's showing up on all your suggested. And I'm like, I don't know yet. I, so I, I so have... that's where I'm at with him. He has been... He's, he, him as a person has been very much... He was Harry Styles' kind of gender fluidity before um, it was cool. Before it was cool. Okay, I like and, that. And, and not not necessarily in the way of like. No shade to Harry. We love you. We love you, Harry. Loved your last album. But like, I think you he, know he's listening right now. Yeah. Congrats on be, that Grammy. Congrats. Not for what I think he should have gotten it for, but you know, Grammy's Grammy. What did you get it for? Uh, watermelon sugar. That song. Whatever. Like one That's of the mo- one of the most middling songs on the album. Middling. Yeah. But. Anyhow, he knows how to play the game. He got the Grammy. He got it. What about you, Simon? Um, so this is an absolute cop out, and I don't care because this is fifty percent my podcast. Um, mine is a repeat. <laughs> it it again is easy. The Casey Musgraves. I think this is the third time. I don't care. We're I, just gonna put it back. Because look, Aaron, you played it for us last night, and. I got right back to where I was the first time I heard it, and it was just as good. And I wanted to just I, I love I love dancing to it. It's such a song. So that's my obsession of the week again. Again, you got a problem with it? Why don't you come to the Instagram at Bobberflop Podcast and leave a comment about it, or get some engagement, or rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and leave it in the comment section, and subscribe. I hear you got to get the subscription to also get yes, follow it or whatever. I don't you you follow it on Apple Podcasts. No, you subscribe. You subscribe. Subscribe. Just whatever the verbiage is, do it. Do and maybe Spotify too. Spotify is a follow. 
We ended up getting, so I'll also note, I don't know where, but we got our first comment somewhere. On, on our... Lana Del Rey episode yesterday. Yeah, it was through Podbean, which is the hosting site. I don't know where, how we got this comment. It was like, y'all are wrong. But we got one. <laughs> but we got one. We got one. So leave but, a comment on Podbean, So too. help us decipher it, because I didn't understand the comment. It was like... Your take on the next best American record is wrong and we love that or something. It truly was like, uh, there were smoke signals to it's me. Like it was like Shark the Wolves. Like, I didn't get it. What the hell's going on. I didn't get it. I was like, do I say thank you? I'm trying to go back and find it. I, how would we go back? I don't know where it was. Like, we don't really know where it was posted. Truly, we don't know. This episode takes a very brave stance on the next, uh, next best American record. It's the wrong stance. And that's why I think it's brave. So, for context, <laughs> that's in response to our Chemtrails Over the Country Club episode. So they reference Next Best American Record, which is a song on Norman fucking Rockwell. So we're just like, we're zigging, we're zagging. And then there's a this but that in the messaging. I don't get it. Leaders, so, if you come back and you like try to talk to us about what we talked about on the podcast, nine times out of ten, we don't remember what we said. Yeah. So I don't remember anything that we were discussing. We just I don't it, either. So. It's it's gonna be so a good episode. If you or if you wrote that comment, <laughs> help. <laughs> if you wrote that comment, thank you for engaging. Thank you. We appreciate you, and, and we love you. And uh, you are the moment. Now come on, now. Eddie. Um, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. It was Do a great time. How long did we? We're at like an hour 16. Okay. And this is before we edit it down. And this is before we do major edits. Huge edits. <laughs> um, Eddie, do you have anything you want to plug? Where can people find you? Do you want people to find you? Yeah. Um, my, my very wildly successful Instagram yes. page, you know, where I just post contents of whatever. Usually like squirrel stuff. On the stories, mm -hmm. which are like, if you're into squirrels, if you are fucking into nuts. squirrels, they're cute, you know. So if you want some squirrel content, and then you know those car dealership, um, the inflatable wavy guys. Oh, oh guys. we love, we love. If you're following the drama of the Latitude 45 inflatable wavy guys, it's been a rough week. Drama. Thank you for all the kind messages <laughs> that I received for Mr. Blue, Mr. Blue, who. I, I mean, I didn't know. I just thought he went away, but apparently someone broke it to me last night that he was shredded literally up. shredded <laughs> by, like, falling into a the fan fam. on top of the building or something and was murdered. <laughs> so that was good to know after a really rough week for me. So keep those messages coming. You, you know what? You know what? Yeah. Um, it really goes back to Hannah Montana. Again. Because because yeah. because orange orange man is still He's living their best life, smiling, waving around, waving around, Wave. yeah. and really just going, "Life's what you make it, so let's make it rock." Let's make it rock. Simon, where can people find? I, I don't even know. Did you want to plug your Instagram? Oh yeah, but you can find me on Instagram. Oh, we didn't get the handle. <laughs> At MPLS. <laughs> 86. Thank you. Simon, okay. where can people find you? I am at the realist Simon on Instagram. Uh, you can also follow my wackadoo playlist on Spotify. I love this playlist. Um, yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. Also, if you want to follow my oh, playlist, yes, mine, yes. I think I have a pretty funny or creative, only because one person told me that it's funny creative, okay, well, so I'm going to go with it. Yeah. But my Apple Music uh, handle is I know no music. K N 
O W N O. I know. I know. No music. That's uh, fun, right? Fun play on no, no. I was try. I was trying. I, 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 I and the no one's gonna be able to find it. And I'm not a spelling bee or bee queen, and uh, I did not. Yeah. Well, that's called wordplay, and I was. But we won't put it. Spelling bee champ. So we'll put it in the podcast description, so you can easily find it. We might link to it to your. your you're gonna. Page. You're gonna have to remind me when I do that. So I will. I'll send. I'll send. Right. I'll send. Okay. Um, and that intern who told us what time to be here this morning. Look, we got a rag <laughs> team. It's a really DIY group. Right? <laughs> Aaron, where can we find you? I mean, you're hard to find these days. Uh, well, I'm. I I still use Twitter, um, so you can find me at the Aaron on Twitter, mm-hmm. and you'll still see me sharing on my story whenever we whenever we post any content for Bopper Flop. I'll share. Whenever that is. Whenever that is. <laughs> Maybe it's here. Maybe it's there. I I will I will share. But yeah. um, live your life, live long and prosper. Oh, uh, at Bopper Flop Podcast is our oh, yes. uh, Instagram handle. Follow it. Follow it. Like, like subscribe. Com- like comment. Share. Share. Um, that is uh, what is uh, how now with the new Instagram algorithm, wackadoo. By the way, the way they prioritize your engagement is like the one where you save it to your like photos or whatever. Do you know what I'm talking about on no. Instagram when there's a post on the right hand side you can like save it to your collection? Okay, yeah, what about that? That's your that's number one for engagement is like that boosia. I don't know why, because who the fuck does that? But uh, just a fun fact. Oh, so like you, you place and you do the thing and then it's supposed to help you get more engagement? Yeah, but I literally don't know why that's a thing because I don't know anyone who uses that functionality. I don't even know what you're talking about. That's how exactly. long I've been off. I, know, I, I exactly. think I know, but I don't. I'm not okay, sure. Well, I'll walk you through that. Wonky wonk. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, goodbye, everyone. This is so fun. Oh, yeah. This is so much fun. So much fun. Thank this you so much, Eddie. Yes, thank and, you. And uh, if you made it this far, leader, <laughs> thank you. I hope you enjoyed it. Goodbye. Now, come on now.